Hello and welcome to At The Bus Stop. My name is Aisha. On this podcast, I speak with business owners, creatives, and many more about the things that make us tick and keep us going as humans. On the last episode, you listened to my conversation with Adebola Zoe Williams, a content marketer, writer, and so many other things. We talked about monetizing your creativity. That was the first part. Now this is the second part, as promised. Enjoy. It's like that thing that people say about relationships. They say, teach people how you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's basically the same thing for any kind of yeah. relationship, to be honest. For a relationship between a client mm-hmm. and a creative, an employer yeah. and an employee, show them how you want to be treated. Know your worth and then translate your worth to them in words yeah. that they will understand. So that they know that when you're charging this particular amount, you know what you're saying. You know why you're charging. Yeah. You know the value you bring. And then show people, even before people come to mm-hmm. you and say, can I hire you? Let them know ahead of time that I am this yeah. and that and that and that and that. And this exactly. is how well I have done over the years. So when you come yes, to me, so you come to like me correct. And I, another thing I would also like to say here is that creatives, we need to be, we need to be open and honest with each other. I know that we have tried. I mean, this year I have seen a lot of honesty and a lot of genuine openness among creatives, and I'm here. But we can do so yeah. much more. We can do so much more. You're a content writer. There's nothing wrong if somebody calls you up and say, "Oh, so this is my first content writing gig. I've written something, something, something. So what? What do you think I should charge? This is the brand." Talk to that person like you would talk to yourself when you were in that person's shoes. Don't don't words. Don't try yep. to hide stuff. They will not charge what you will charge, you know. But they have an idea. Talk to them. Be open. Let idea. If you if your process yeah. is genuine, if you are not just somebody that just wakes up and say, um, can you go up and come hundred k, and then those ones just pay you. And even if it happens like that, still tell them too that oh, sometimes after you have tried a few things, you've worked with some few brands and you've really done well, you blow your own, you can increase your by another 30%. Mm-hmm. Be open enough with other creatives to know that, to help them to know that this price thing, because this price thing is the major issue. A lot of people have said different things about it, but nobody has really, really made personal, you know, holistic sense to me. I've just gotten, I've just gotten yeah. a little bit of um, help from them here and there. Nobody, and that's it. Nobody will determine price for you. But you can talk to people when people come and meet you. Uh, how much you like chat? Somebody say I, I should help them manage their Instagram for one month. I'll be creating content and I'll be managing the Instagram. And so, how much do you think I should charge? Explain to them how you come about your money. Oh, you say, oh, you know what is in. What, what do they want to do? Mm-hmm. They want to grow their followers. You know, you cannot promise go to followers. If the content is good, people will come. But one month, everything magic might not happen in one month because you know you have to explain to them. You have to be open. We have to have those conversations with each other because if we do not, what is going to happen is that some people will continue to look like the elites. You know, there's a there's a wide there's a wide in in every sector. Sure. Those people that are up, the elites, the cool kids on the block, and then those people that are coming behind. But those people come on behind, they might even be better than some of those elites. But because they do not have the proper understanding, they do not have um, proper information from people that have gone ahead of them, they will just keep, they, will, they, they might get stuck where they are. They might keep writing content for 10000 They might keep writing content for 15000 They might keep doing content for 20000 That is stressful. Mm-hmm. That is so, 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 so stressful. 
I mean, someone has tried to talk to me to help them manage their Instagram before. And I was like, oh, I actually like the brand. It's a travel brand. Oh, I love it. I, even though I've not really traveled that much. I love travel. I mean, I've always imagined some content I would create for travel if I was, you know, managing somebody's travel brand. And I was excited. And I was like, okay, let's talk money. And we're saying 30000 for the... <laughs> I not finish that conversation. I was like, no, all these things. I'm the one that will create content. I'm the one that will be managing the account. Uh, no, no, no. I can't do this. I can't do thirty thousand per month, and you will not even pay me at the beginning of the month when work is starting. You're going to pay me at the end. So talk. Let's be open with each other. How do you do your pricing? How do you collect the money? Is it fifty percent at the beginning or is it fifty percent at the end? It doesn't. You don't have to wait till the end to collect your money because you might do a job. Send it to your people, let them let them let them see it. You do a lot of edits back and forth, back and forth. At the end of the day, begrudging you pay you more money. That is not something. So it's a business transaction. You and your car. You have to. We have yeah. to help people coming up to understand it. People up have to help me. <laughs> that oh, this is how to do. Yeah, because I don't doing everything right. <laughs> because all I'm doing is most times I'm just winging it. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, so people should be able to help one. Most of us are just going. Let's let's help one another. Let's 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 <laughs> answer questions. Let's use ourselves as examples. Can people come to us for help? Let's tell people how to grow because that's the the business of doing this thing is different from the creative side. There's the creative side. There's the business. The creative side is your ideas are amazing. Your execution is off the roof. Your delivery system is is top notch. But the business side is: Are you actually making money from this? Is money actually the money you're making? Is it commensurate to the time and the hard work and the resources that you're putting into this creative thing? It has to be. If it isn't, if one is. If if your business yeah. is overweighing the creativity, oh better, more money, oh amazing, great stuff. But all the time, the creativity should not always be above the business side. You have to, as much as possible, bring the two things along. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, one one thing I had in my head because at some point you mentioned somebody that approached you for. A job and they said they were going to pay thirty thousand. It just what came to mind was that a lot of us creatives, yeah, were open mm-hmm. to being exploited, and then we're closed up to helping our fellow creatives. Yes. It is. I feel like a lot of us have we have so much healing and so mm. much unlearning mm. to do for us to thrive mm. as an as industry. To be honest, we 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 really do. Like, let me give you an example of something that happened. I think it was some time last year. I found out randomly that um, someone on Instagram, a blogger, um, was doing media okay. kits for creatives, right? So I messaged her, that, um, I am Yechi, I don't know if you know her. So I messaged her and I told her that I wanted to do a media kit, right? So I told her everything that I do, all the things that I offer and everything. And she could have just gone ahead and said, how much do you want to charge? And then she would put it there. But no. She went as far as telling me how much she charges and how much she thinks I should charge as a mm. beginner in certain areas. And then mm. as someone that has been doing a certain wow. thing for a while, like she really helped me. And that was able, to, so that, that was the thing that made me um, first know how to charge people at that point in time and then helped me realize how to increase whatever it was I was going to charge at a later time considering that I was now mm. experienced. 
And this same thing happened this year again with another person on Instagram, um, Sally Cizzi. She does voice yeah. voiceovers. She happened to come on my page, and then one day, I was I was called for a voiceover gig, and they asked me how much I was going to charge. Right, so I kept thinking, how much should I charge? I don't know how much people charge for this thing. But then I just thought to myself, I know somebody that does voiceover. You know what? Yeah. Just take a leap of faith. Ask her. Maybe she'll help you. She helped me. She followed up with me. She listened to what I wanted to send. She gave me corrections. In somebody that I had never met. And this was just a week into her wow. following me. Saloma is a sweet girl. And then some of, a lot of us are just closed up. It's sad. It is so sad. I, I don't understand why we do this to each other, but I, I really hope that we we take on this opportunity that we have at this point in time to heal and unlearn a lot of these bad habits. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we learn. Oh, I hope we heal too. I know some people have been hurt, you know, money-wise, because we are so pumped when we create and when we have these amazing ideas, but that pump, <laughs> that pump gets deflated when we see that all the stress and all the hard work and all the, you know, learning, pushing ourselves, not sleeping and making sure that we deliver an excellent job was all for a stipend. It, 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 it feels deflated after a while. So I know some people have been hurt. Some people have probably even packed their social media and um, creative job and have gotten a proper nine to five, <laughs> you know, because they've been hurt. They keep doing it. No, it's not working. Yeah. So I know that a lot of us have been hurt one way or the other money wise. And we have also hurt people as well. We've hurt clients, we've hurt other, we've we've hurt fellow creatives. So we have to mm-hmm. really like heal and help and help others as well. Yeah, we, we really have to. So um I know earlier in like while we were recording this in the beginning, you mentioned stuff like places where content marketers could put their clients, um, what's it called, content and stuff like that to reach the target audience. And then you mentioned one in particular that you are well known for on Instagram, which is LinkedIn and how people think LinkedIn is this overly serious place where they cannot communicate as well as they would want to. And you've been doing a lot of work in trying to demystify that whole thing. So can you just give me like a brief intro or like a... I didn't hear you. Hello? Yes, yes, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. So can you just give me a brief intro or background into what LinkedIn is like for creatives? Like the things that LinkedIn can do for creatives, how creatives can communicate, different types of creatives and things like that. Okay. All right. So when when I decided to join LinkedIn and well I had a LinkedIn account, I just wasn't using it. Just like when I decided I was going to dust my cobwebs there and start creating, it was because I didn't see people like me there. Right? There were creatives in design. There were a lot of creatives in a lot of creatives in design, like UI, UX, all of those you know, brand design, um, graphics design, design general, one million types of design there. Are. <laughs> there are many on LinkedIn. And I was relating with them, right? But they are not people in my niche. They are not people in my... I can't really have conversations with them as much. And then the people that were content creators, 
they I didn't understand their content. <laughs> People that were yeah. um storytellers, I didn't see it. You know, it just felt like someone threw me in this pool with people that are supposed to look like me and sound like me, but they don't, right? And at this point, mm. I was already, I was already getting serious with my Instagram. I was already because Instagram was work for me, and and I didn't like Instagram. I used to tell Celine this. I thought Instagram was very vain, <laughs> like Instagram was just <laughs> for people to showcase their sweet body and their fine hair and fine face and fine shoe. And I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't up for that then. I still am not up for that, but like, I, I think I have a little bit of vanity now. And I think it's because I've used it um, consistently. Budella. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I started seeing people like me on Instagram. And, you know, people that sounded like me that were doing similar things. I was like, okay, why are these people not on LinkedIn? Like, you come and show people on LinkedIn how this industry really is. You know, so I started creating content for my LinkedIn. Every day I'd show up, I just sometimes just one, one sentence, you know, and then I'll get like two likes in like one week. <laughs> <laughs> Some other times I wouldn't even get anything, but I continued. And the thing about creatives, um, LinkedIn for creatives is that the first thing that you have to worry about is showcasing your work, right? So you say you're a writer. On your page, people should be able to see. People should be able to see your page without seeing the job rules that you put and be able to say, this is what she does. This is what he does. Because social uh, LinkedIn is a social media platform as well, but it's for professionals to connect with other professionals, whether they're in their field or not. People would not know what you do or how to connect with you if they cannot see what you do. So I usually tell people that once you come on LinkedIn, showcase your work. Forget about value first. Start showcasing your work. So I started to write articles for LinkedIn. There's an article section on LinkedIn, and I started to use it. I make sure that almost every other week, I drop an article. You know, I talk about my work. I use my examples. I use my clients' um, examples. I put my um, clients' um, um, links between it. Um, when I was writing, so I would say something like, when I was writing um, a blog post for the new product of something.com, that link is where they can find that. So somebody can click on it and see what my writing is for brands or businesses. And at that time, I was also working in an agency. So my hands were tied. There are some things I couldn't show. There are some things I couldn't tell. But still, I made sure that I was showing people that, oh, this is what I did at work today. At work today, we had this brainstorming session. Oh, creatives love brainstorming session, but it's not about brainstorming. It's about executing ideas. And this is how to execute ideas as a content writer. You know, so I was just making sure that I was telling people what I was doing, what my work was like, who I was working with. I would mention brands that I'm doing social media management for. We put their social media mm -hmm. handles, that post. I would say, oh, currently I'm managing an NGO, a social enterprise, I've been able to grow their um, followership from this to this because of the kind of content and the community engagement and you know I was putting that because he's even showcasing them he's giving them more reach anyway so it was good for both the business and for me but the moment I, I realized that people were beginning to notice I didn't change I didn't I started making some more personal posts because I also wanted people to know that LinkedIn people are not robots they are people so I remember the first time I posted the TGI video I was in my office. That day, I was the only one that came to work because 
my office back then we used to do days off and all. So I was the only one that was in the office. So I turned up the MTV base and then I was dancing. I recorded the video, you know, and then I put it on LinkedIn, like not all the time work and this and this. I mean, it's Friday, even though I don't have anywhere to go, I'm partying in the office. And people really engaged with that content. Oh, I wish I could do this at my work away. Maybe when we do, can you, you know, and I was like, oh, so everybody wants to have fun. Oh. So now all acting like, yeah, <laughs> we are, you know, and then it made me more comfortable to be able to show that side of me. So everybody that I've reacted, that I've um, engaged with my content knows that I'm serious. I take my work seriously, you know, knows I know what I'm doing and knows that I'm playful. Is in my writing, is in the way that I write. I use a lot of, I, I, I can be sarcastic in my LinkedIn articles. <laughs> I can be rude sometimes. <laughs> you know, like outright rude and call people on their BS. So people have come to accept it because that's who I am. Whether I'm at work or not, that's who I am. If people could accept Gary V, why wouldn't they accept me? Me, I'm not. <laughs> my level of liberality is not even with his own self, <laughs> you know. So that's that's what content and um, that's what creatives need to know that once you come on that platform, show your work and show yourself. It doesn't even have to be a work or be client. It could be a personal thing that you're doing. I mean, it could be, for example, you have a podcast. It could be about your podcast. You could create a content about your podcast. You know. Another thing is that connect with people that do what you do so that you can learn from them what they are doing, how they are positioning themselves, how they are having conversations, what conversations they are joining. So following other people that are doing that are in your niche will lead you in the direction they are going. You can see who's posts they are reacting with. You can see what conversations they are having. Nothing is hidden on LinkedIn if you are following somebody. You will see it. If you if you mistakenly so if I like if you're not if you're, if you're not following me but you write something on my on my you maybe you put a comment on my post. Everybody following you. Every time every time somebody puts a comment on my post or like my post, you are going to get a notification. That's how that's how interwoven it is, even though you're not following me. So every time somebody comments on that same post, somebody likes that same post, you will get a notification. That's how interwoven it is. They want everybody to feel connected. Oh, if you're connecting with this person, if you've commented on this person's post before, let your friends see it. So your friends see it. Your friends see who you are talking to. Oh, this person makes sense. They enjoy the conversation too. You know, that kind of thing. So follow people that do what you do so that you can follow. You don't need to be stalking them. Make it to be showing on your feet <laughs> who they are talking to. And you'll be, you'll be abreast of what is happening in your industry, what is changing, the conversations they are having, the kind of content they are creating. And you too can also start to learn from them. Also, follow people that might need your services. So, for example, as a content writer, I follow a lot of marketers. So, I know marketers look for people to write for them. I follow a lot of website designers. Website designers who need, they can get a client and they say, oh, I know somebody that does website content. You know, I follow other people that their jobs are complementary to my own. So, once, once I see them put something out, I just send them an email or a DM like, Hi, I saw that you got this gig and some, some, something. Oh, do you have someone to write the blog session for you? And like, oh, I was thinking about it, but let me talk to the client. And then they will text me, oh, yes, you're in. How much do you charge? And then we, we do a business. Sometimes the businesses are even between companies and you. Unless you're a creative that is looking to join a company. So if you're a creative that is looking to join a company, there's another way you have to position yourself. And it's different from creatives that are freelancers. Right, freelancers, we can do whatever the heck we want. 
but someone that is maybe Google is your target. You want to go to LinkedIn. Purpose for one year, you want to target Google. <laughs> you have to follow them. You have to follow people that are following them. You have to leave reasonable. Com- you have to always be in the faces, and that doesn't even guarantee that they are going to look for you at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, so LinkedIn is not really a platform to say I will get the job. There's always job there. Of course, there's always vacancy. One vacancy after the other. Freelancers, remote, full time work. But if you do not do the work, if you're not, if your if your profile isn't believable enough, people might not listen to you. So you can't just come one day and just apply for something or send somebody. Oh, I do this without proof. Most likely, they will check your LinkedIn profile. And if your LinkedIn profile doesn't say what your mouth is saying, they will opt for the next person, even though you might be better than that person. So LinkedIn is social and at the same time professional. Have fun, connect with people, disagree if somebody isn't making sense, or disagree politely, <laughs> and then show your work, <laughs> show your dream, talk about your processes, talk about the tips, talk about how you have grown. I mean, when last the last time I posted, the last Thursday I posted on LinkedIn, I posted about how I did a throwback. I compared a portion of my writing, the first article I ever wrote on LinkedIn, to a portion of an article that I wrote, you know, in the most recent one, and I told people that they should feel the difference between that I have grown, I have gotten better, you know, and then the better was not even in the use of words. The better it was in how I communicated. And, then I, and I was saying is how my fears of being accepted as a writer are dissipating and my worries are going. And my concern is just about effective communication now. You know, everybody, a lot of people could relate with it. The comments were just going up the roof. Oh my God, this is so, I mean, for young a lot of young people that are just coming to me, just saying, oh my God, I want to be a writer too. And I've just been thinking about if I would be accepted. I didn't know that people like you have this kind of worries as well. I'm mean, like, people like me. Like, people think that I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> but then, you are now. I'm happy to shoot your just, baby. Just, yeah, you I'm are. Saying, Hello, ma. I'm sorry to be a bother, ma. I want you to mentor me. Me, As I'm like this, I'm looking for mentor and sponsor. You know? <laughs> You know, so so don't don't go into people's DMs without having, you know, a purpose. It's the same thing that the impressions and all these people usually talk about. When you enter somebody's DM, good afternoon. I'm a Dibola's you really I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a this. I saw your post on this really relevant for where I'm right now. Thank you so much for sharing. But how do I go about you know that kind of stuff? Enter people's DM with respect yeah. and a little bit of you know purpose. Some people just send me hi. On LinkedIn, I won't say anything. They send another hello, and then after like three or four, I, I respond hi, and then they now tell me that I'm proud. Like, imagine <laughs> like, they're texting me, I'm not texting, but you know, that kind of stuff. And some people can do you as a Nigerian as well, because that's another thing that we suffer on LinkedIn. Because I live in Nigeria and I'm a Nigerian, that means I should take, I should take shit, you know. Just recently, I gave it to somebody, so just entered my DM and asked him to send my number. Because you are in uh-huh. the abroad, licking your, as you be licking your boots. And I told him straight that it is business. I do not do business like that. This is my email. He sent me an email. Sent me an email. And I was like, okay, thank you. I have sent your email. So how do I fit into this thing that you sent me? Because he just talked about his business. And I'm like, okay. Like, so yeah, you are changing the world. Good for you. What's my concern? You know, and then it was like, oh, this is where he wants to do. That, that's what he wanted to tell me, but I didn't, he didn't know that asking for my number is the wrong thing where I'm from. That is a big deal where I'm from. What? <laughs> oh, God. I want okay. him to say, 
360 word thesis of how to talk to people, you know, but I just told myself, it's not worth it. And I didn't reply that email because there's no way I will reply that email without addressing that statement. So I'm not working with that person. Mm. That person is outrightly rude. I'd rather starve than to do a job with somebody that will be condescending. I mean, what do you have to yeah. offer me? If the, if the business you are shouting about is a startup, how much do you have? <laughs> you know, I just, I just left it. Yeah, so people will be rude. People will, be, will act weird because you're Nigerian. But you have to keep putting yourself in the best light because you are representing all of us. You are representing everyone yeah. out there. You know, so I think that if, if Native wants to use LinkedIn, they should just really focus on connecting with people genuinely. Don't, for the first two or three months, don't worry about jobs. Be getting your jobs the way you've been getting them. So those jobs you're doing, showcase it on LinkedIn. Create content for your LinkedIn. Talk about yourself. Talk about your tips, your processes, the apps that you people want to learn. Because LinkedIn people want to learn how to use other platforms as well. They want to learn how to be more sociable and, you know, all of those things. So they'll follow you. They will learn from you. They will give your name to someone. I just got a call yesterday. And it was someone big that called me. And she was talking to me like she has no me since Jesus came. And I was like, where did she get my number from? And she said, someone <laughs> gave her my number from LinkedIn. She wants help with her LinkedIn content strategy and all of those things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. You know, it's fine. And then we had the conversation. I sent her an email. She has replied my email. I'll start working on it maybe next week. I'm not ready for it yet. But still, you know, so people will get to know you after a while. Once you focus on creating the right content. And you focus on connecting with people genuinely. Leave comments that make sense. Don't just say apt, good job, thumbs up. Put comments that make sense. Let people know that there's sense in the head. You know, somebody posts something, put, ask a question underneath it. And there are different reactions. It's not like Instagram where you can only like a picture. There are different reactions. There's like, there's curious, there's celebrate, there's insightful. So whatever you put, comment and ask your question or like give the person a kudos and stuff like that you know so i think that any creative that wants to use linkedin now should stop worrying that is a job platform it's just a social media platform go on there do your thing be aesthetic let your content even be fine let it not look like it's linkedin you're creating the content let it be <laughs> you know because linkedin people also like all these fine, fine things so i posted my model picture on LinkedIn, I did not expect. I was even. I posted it in fear, like, "Hey, hope they will not see that because some people can come and meet you." Like, this is not the platform for all these type of things. <laughs> you know, people are very outspoken on that platform, too, you know. And then I was surprised. Yeah. That my picture is almost hitting one thousand likes now, and about thirteen thousand wow. views, and about four shares. People will share my mood. Why? People even put it on their blog. <laughs> I got the message. People put it on their blog. Try something new. Try something different. Our superhero today. With them, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What's on this? I'm just a Look at the inspiring people. <laughs> you know, so have fun. Create, create content. Connect with people. Genuinely connect with people. Help people if you can. You know, sometimes I do some freebies on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, I am open for a one-hour chit-chat between 11 and 12 here on this platform today. And then by 11 and 12, the few people that come into my DM, I talk to them. I really, really talk to them because a lot of people are facing different things and they will need someone. They might just need someone to just give them a little bit nudge to not give up. And that person can be. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not always about work and job. Just be a person. 
if you want to use LinkedIn. Yeah. Huh. I like that. Just be a person if you want to use LinkedIn. I'm going to quote you. But since it's on my podcast, I will now say I'm the owner of the quotes. So, just, <laughs> just be a person if you want to use I'm not, okay. You've not, you've not heard everything. Just wait. I have another thing to tell you. Another bomb to drop. Another bomb is, so, you see, the beginning of this podcast, eh, I'll release it. But you see, from the part where I said, give me a background on LinkedIn, I will now sell that one as a digital course. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm here thinking, I'm just like, all right, so you sell it for this amount, you sell it to this number of people, you are blown. Blown. That's <laughs> blown or blown. <laughs> hey did you enjoy my conversation with adibola because i really did and i'm pretty sure you could tell anyways um like we always do i'd like for you to share whatever takeaways you got from this episode with us on instagram you can find this podcast on Instagram at, at the bus stop pod or my personal Instagram at Aisha Money. Please, you can also leave a review for us, a voice recording right here on Anchor or wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you so much. I'll be here again for another episode in a week. Bye.